Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Russell Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Brad and Barry Russell, where we, along with our guests, will explore what it looks like to live the adventure in all aspects of life. As we follow Jesus in our roles as men, husbands, fathers, outdoorsmen, and businessmen, join us on the adventure. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Russell Brothers Live the Adventure podcast. Uh, my name is Brad Russell. And my name is Barry Russell, and I am excited to be with Brad and a special guest today on Live the Adventure. You know, when we think about adventure, we often think about the last podcast of our brother going on these exotic elk hunts or these crazy hunts all over the place. Today, we are going to live the adventure right here at home. And we're going to talk to Tyler Bray, known as the barber. But if you see him, uh, he's six foot 12, uh, 444 pounds and a long hair to the middle of his waist. But this guy lives in adventure. Uh, what he packs into a 24 hour day, you're going to be blown away. So Tyler, uh, just start at home. Tell us about life. What's it look like at home? Yeah. Well, what's up guys. Thanks what's for up, having man? me on. Uh, this is, this is really cool. So, um, yeah. So for me right now, it's a, uh, we're a family of five. Um, me and my wife, Jessalyn, we've been married for 12 years now. So, nice. um, it's a fun season right now, especially with, with my oldest son, he's eight years old. So he's at that age right now to where I can just throw him in the truck with me and, mm, you know, just yeah. kind of hang out with the boys, you know, do stuff like that. But, uh, we have a three-year-old, uh, girl and also a 13 month old little boy as well. So nice. yeah, it's been a, it's been a good season right now though. It's, it's, it's busy, you know, uh, especially having two in diapers at once there for a short stint, you know, with the, with the age gap between Leland, our oldest and, and our daughter, you know, he was already like almost five years old at that point. So that, that's something new that we're navigating together. So yeah, with, with having two young ones, you know, that's a good season. I jokingly, yeah. I jokingly say all the time that I, I believe that I changed diapers for 14 years straight. <laughs> uh, yeah six kids. And so the age gaps, I think we had a kid in diapers for 14 years. Yeah. So I feel for you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for that. And just being here, Tyler, we're really excited just to, to dive in as Barry said, and just what you have going on in your life because yeah. you uh, wear a bunch of different hats. And so yeah, obviously yeah. as a husband and a father and, um, but really what we want to uh, dive into right now is just your role as the owner uh, of, of River and Main barbershop here in Titusville and uh, just kind of hear a little bit about how you got on that course like what what kind of sparked your interest in barbering and in a in, in a career and, and then starting your own shop can you tell us about that yeah so we have been open for five years now wow and uh right here in in, Titusville, in in downtown I know it's wild to think that it's been that long so far but um yeah it's um it's been, it's been great, honestly, even through two years of dealing with COVID and, you know, um, inflation and, and everything else that we've done, uh, dealt with in, in, in the last three years, but it's been, it's been amazing. It's been, it's been a great run so far. Uh, we have five people all together, uh, in the shop. It, it started with, with just me in there for first couple months. And yes, yeah, it's really cool to see what, what it's turned into, you know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it, kind of turned into one of those staple businesses in Titusville in, in, in my eyes. And it's been, a, you know, nothing short of, of a blessing, you know, to, to see what it is now. That's cool. You know, like the, those of you, um, who probably has been to river and Maine or you've been to something similar in your town, it was almost like this resurgence of, of kind of that classical barbershop yeah. feel. Yeah. And there was like a whole yeah. season 
uh, where that didn't exist. It was kind of right. like a generation that was dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like in the last, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe in the last 10 years or so, uh, these traditional style barbershops started popping up again. Um, and it's pretty cool to see that in Titusville and to yeah. see what got you interested into doing that. So I remember as a kid just going to the shop on Saturdays with my dad. He always had like a really tight flat top. And uh, <laughs> me, me and my brother did the same thing. And, I remember uh, you with yeah. that. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. That time, that's what you had. <laughs> so um, we had a lot of good memories there, though. You know, uh, going in on, on a Saturday morning after the games, you know, football games and stuff on Fridays. And just that community aspect that, w- that was in that shop every, every weekend, every time that we were in there. You know, people really invest time and. There's something different with cutting hair, I think, in in, in a lot of different trades. Um, you can really get to know people and their families in, in that. Uh, yeah. p- people seem to open up a little bit more in, sure. in, in those environments as well. So that was always something that I looked back at and just was like a nostalgia thing for me for a while. And yeah. um, I cut hair when I was in college a, l- a little bit too. Um, we were all broke and we would, I would cut hair in the... Uh, in, in the locker room or dorm room yeah, and uh, cool. so i got into it that way a little bit and um that's how you knew you kind of enjoyed it i, I, ne- yeah, I never sure. heard that part of the story yeah, yeah. no I'd, I'd watch videos and you know like to, to learn how to do fades and all kinds of stuff and you know try different haircuts on myself and all kinds of stuff but um yeah i got into it which funny enough um brian i, I was in that same line of work in in electric work right and um that's what brought us to Texas and Virginia and uh, some of the traveling that I did early on in, in me and, me and Jesslyn's marriage. And um, we moved to Texas. I worked out there for about a year and I felt like God was just calling me to something different um, to it, it. There's just a lot of travel that work and being, being a young family with, with, with a young child now, or my eight year old was three months at the time when, when we moved to Texas and you know, we decided to move back home because mo- most of our family lives here in, in Brevard County. So we, we decided to move back and my wife had her own business uh, as a graphic designer and a art director, which she still does now. And I just felt like I needed to take a step out, you know, and yeah. uh, I took a, a lot of faith, you know, stepping from really a, a high paying job to, really just just quitting and going to school for 10 months and right. you know it's basically st- you know starting over again but um came back here got into school in in Oviedo uh the Paul Mitchell uh, barber program there and I did that and I worked part time with her um just just doing logistics and and stuff for her business cuz she she shipped a lot of yeah. uh items like all over the country really so yeah yeah I remember that yeah, I remember you being in that season of being in school and and having to go back and forth to to Orlando yeah. uh, each day and kind of and then getting your hours. And at one point, you were trying to get hours and you were cutting hair in our office. You guys remember that? Yeah, you, I was you trying were to cutting hair in the office for different yeah. guys in the evening after <laughs> after you get off school and yeah, cut Van's hair a couple times too. I think yeah, yeah, yeah my son, no. He's my the son's hair. Barber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. But but yeah, that was a, that was a journey, right? Uh, deciding to take that leap of faith, mm-hmm. leave a leave a, a job that there was a guaranteed paycheck every week with right. a wife and a young baby, saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step of faith and trust that God's in this." You know, oftentimes, isn't that kind of scary, right? Like we we know that He's calling us to something, but we're not really sure exactly what it is. That's an adventure in itself. Like 
taking that leap of faith, believing like, all right, like the Lord's in this and to a place, especially as a, as a man and desire to be the provider of the household yeah. and say, Hey, I'm going to go back to school for 10 months. Not yeah. only am I not going to get paid, but I'm going to pay, pay money, you know, right. I'm gonna pay money yeah. to go and learn how to do this. And, and just believing that there's something at the end of this journey that was going to pay off. And it's been pretty cool to, to watch you and to, sure. to witness that journey take place. And, 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 uh, finishing school and becoming that, but then also, you know, opening your own shop, like you said, that's yeah. become really a household name in our community, mm-hmm. a, a staple where men can gather and, and just a service. And so that's pretty neat. Yeah. I remember uh, that season going back a little bit, Tyler. I remember that season of your life, uh, praying with you and Jesslyn in the office as you guys yeah. are going to make your move. Uh, and I, I want to say Leland was already born. I, I'm not exactly, I don't remember if pregnant or already born and uh, you guys just went for it young married couple hit the yeah. road and uh, i remember the loss feeling in our heart of like man we just lost a great guy from the grove and from this town uh, but we were just proud of the adventure in your spirit that you were willing yeah. to just go for it uh, and then from that coming back i remember a little stint of another business that you tried <laughs> and again that's another adventure part of you like you you went to like detroit or somewhere to learn came yeah. back and then it didn't work with you or something. I don't remember the whole story. Yeah. So that was, that was a business that, uh, me and my dad were, were trying to get started. He, he comes from the same line of work, electric work as well. This was like more of like a passive, you know, income kind of thing to set him up for retirement or, you know, and, um, yeah, we, we did a short stint of that, but it was a, it was a detail business. Right. And, um, yeah, that honestly, that I think just that season of my life and his, just so busy. And, um, I really wasn't invested in that. Like, like that I didn't see myself doing that for like the rest of my life, you know? So that, um, I think those doors just, just closed, you know, and that, and that was fine with me at that that time in life. I love that though, because it's, that's like, uh, I think there's a lot of guys like me who sit on a couch and hear your story and you just like brush Mm -hmm. it off. I'm like, Oh yeah, we tried, we invested a lot. Yeah. We spent a lot of energy and, and resources, but yeah, just, it closed. Like, yeah. I think that speaks highly of your willing to go after it. And uh, that's probably led a lot to the success you're seeing right now is that same willingness to just go after the adventure uh, in business. Absolutely, man. I I can't agree anymore. Like just watching you and uh, in, in our relationship and, and, and trying things because there was, there was career paths, there was entrepreneurial mm-hmm. ventures. There were things that you, you experienced and, and you know, it didn't work out, you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't work out, but, but there's a grit inside of you that says, you know what, like I, there's something way. there, there's something there. And I'm going to keep trusting. I'm going to keep believing until God reveals right. exactly what that is. Like, what is my passions? What is my, you know, my giftings and my talents and where do all those things meet up because that's what God has for each of us as men. Like God has specific designed work for you. And and I know that all of us get to work in our dream job. Some of us are working in jobs that pay the bills because we're called to be the providers of our home and our passion and our ministries outside of our paycheck. And that's, that's totally cool too. Um, But it's, it's really, it's really neat when you see guys who, are, are operating and functioning and, and just the passions and the skills and the experience that God's created you. And, uh, and so we just, we applaud you for that, you know, just kind of sure. as a young dude and, and it's very easy to throw in the towel 
very easy to throw in the towel and be like, hey, I got a wife and a baby. I just need yeah. a, I just need a steady paycheck. Steady I need to income. Yeah. do this. And uh, but you continue to pursue, and and uh, I think that's 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 a really cool, really cool thing. But but real quick, just to talk about the uh, barbershop a little more, I was I was thinking. Uh, what's the what's like the craziest experience or request <laughs> that you've ever gotten as a barber? Oh man, that's a tough one. I've uh, so probably my second or third year opening. Um, there's a, there's a guy locally that works in a funeral home, and I always like messed around with the with the idea of doing a haircut for someone that has passed. Okay, and um, I really. I really didn't know, like, didn't think that that was even a thing, really. Like, you know, they, they usually just hire, like, one company that can kind of do everything, like, makeup and all that stuff. So it's just like a, you know, like, like a utilitarian person, like, f- for that kind of role. But um, he called me one night. I was sitting at the house, and he was like, I got someone for you. And I was like, okay, well, and I didn't know what he was talking about at the time. <laughs> I was, I was, my, my mind was somewhere else, like, like, halfway through it, and I was like, I was like, well, just tell him to book an appointment or whatever. You know, and he's like, he's like, no, he can't, he can't drive there. You know? And I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's, he's dead. And I was like, okay. So I went, I went in there, cut his hair. And, um, that was just a, a really weird experience. Like all together, like in, in the beginning, you know, I just didn't know what to think. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to give this guy a haircut. And it's, it's, uh, you know, I, didn't want to mess up on it, obviously, you know, cause you know, for, for his wife and everything else. But then I found out that he used to be a barber Oh and man! his wife wanted, wanted him to have like a, a good haircut, you know, like a proper way to, to send him off. And That's cool. so it was, it was an honor to do that, but that was probably the most like wild thing I've done. But yeah, I've had, dude, awesome. that's wild. Yeah. I didn't know that you've done that. That's, yeah. uh, that's pretty wild, man. And that's, um, that is an honor, right? It is, Especially really. To, yes. for a fellow barber, right? Yeah, no, it really but, was. Wow. So have you done more of those, or was that just a one-time that thing? Was, that was a one-time thing, yeah. <laughs> one-time thing. I haven't been asked. That might be it, like yeah. a niche, you know, in the business. That might be like be. another another <laughs> arm of the business, you know? Wow, <laughs> dude. Good. That's good. So, yeah, so Barry and I, I mean, I know this is a, an audio recording, but Barry and I really don't have the privilege of going to the barbershop. We get to take our sons, uh, but we don't have much hair on our heads to to get cut. You know, I actually have an experience. So with Tyler at River and Maine, uh, everybody told me of how good it is. You get to talk and interact with the barber. Yeah. And uh, so I was looking forward to it. So I went online. I scheduled that appointment. That's a process. You got to pick yeah. it like four <laughs> weeks out, middle of the day only. And uh, I get there and I guess I talk too much because Tyler leans the chair back and wraps my head in a hot towel, <laughs> stuffed my mouth full of eucalyptus, I think. It's all I could taste. And then just like walked off. No one was around me. And as he took the towel off, I thought, oh, now's my time to talk. He wrapped me again. And um, it was awesome. That's Actually, so I will say that hot towel shave, it's one of the best experiences a man can have. Yeah. And that's that's um, something we've always pushed, you know, for uh, like going back to what, what, what you were saying, Brad, about that more traditional style, you know, like that's, that's something that we've, uh, we've always tried to incorporate, you know, like the same shaving styles or haircut styles close to like 50s, 60s era, you know, so using the same practices, you know, with, with straight razors and everything. So yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. That's, yeah, it's that's been, cool. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, Barry just mentioned, you know, like, oh, you got to go to the barber, you get to interact, talk with the barber. It's almost like you're 
you're you're a barber slash counselor, I bet sometimes, <laughs> right? Like guys probably kind of open up to some personal yeah. things or marriage or, or about their relationship with their wives. I would imagine that kind yeah. of stuff happens, huh? Yeah, like I was saying earlier too, like it, I think that there's a, some some type of more of like an intimacy in that in that area, like, uh, in, in that service, it, it seems that way. Anyway, uh, I've had a lot of difficult conversations with people. Um, I've gotten, I've gotten to talk to people and like, you know, really, really testify to them, you know, and share, share the gospel with them in, in those moments. You know, I've had, I've had men tell me that their wife just asked for a divorce, you know, that they're going through, you know, tough seasons through work or, you know, um, cancer, you know, I'm, you, you name it. I've, I've seen it all really. And in, in the, in the beginning of it, it was, that was hard for me to navigate, you know, like to like, where, right. what do I say right now? But yeah. You know, I didn't really get trained situation. for this. You know, I got trained right. for the fade. I think it trained yeah. for the uh, confession, you know, but I think, I honestly think that God put me in that, in that position just because that's, I am empathetic, you know, like I'm, I, I'm sensitive to the, in, in a lot of aspects in my life, you know? And, um, I think that's cool that I, I get those those opportunities and I think I think God put me there for, for a reason, you know. Absolutely. But yeah. uh that's cool to see. Yeah. That's kind of that what I talked about, you know, like uh, I think Rick Warren talks about our shape, you know, and uh you know these different things our our spiritual gifts and our experiences mm-hmm. and our past and all these things and it makes up who we are and yeah. it's pretty cool because yeah, that's totally part of who you are, you know, yeah. like you're very sensitive not only to to other people, but you're sensitive to the spirit. And so getting to, and, and not, not that all barbers are right, you know, yeah. but, but for you specifically, that is something that's unique. And I think sure. is, is pretty powerful uh, to see that play out. But, but, you know, actually uh, Tyler plays uh, multiple roles. Not only is he a uh, husband, you know, father, entrepreneur, you know, barber, but he's also uh, the worship pastor here at the Grove Church. Yeah. And so you can imagine just the things I listed right there, uh, the amount of task he has on his plate. I think Barry alluded to this early, you know, what he gets done in a 24 hour period. We're all just kind of like, wow, how does, this guy, how does this guy <laughs> juggle all this? And so Tyler, tell us a little bit about that, because I mean, anyone listening would think like, how does this guy have enough time in his day uh, to, to juggle all of these roles, you know, and, um, it, it's pretty, pretty fascinating, but I know that it's not, uh, just you. And oftentimes maybe as men, we tend to put certain men on pedestals, but really there's a, there's a dependence there of like, all right, God, like, like how is he helping you juggle these roles? And what does it look like as you prioritize personal life and family life and business and ministry and all these things? Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely not, not easy, you know, sometimes, I mean, especially in in the beginning, I would say that, uh, that, that was a struggle for a little bit. Just, just trying to, you know, um, sch- like scheduling wise with, with the shop, you know, like think things happen there, you know, that are sometimes out, out of my control. I might, I might get held up for, you know, 30 minutes or wh- whatever the case may be, you know, and, and have my responsibilities here at the church, you know, as, as well. And, you know, most importantly, with my family, you know, in my, in uh, the dynamic of, of our marriage together, you know, between me and my wife. And, um, yeah, I would say God definitely has helped with the endurance to, to, to do those things, you know, um, a lot of times, you know, same thing, just like you guys are, are saying now I've had people ask me like, how do you, how do you do this? I can, you know, like, like Jesse, he's 
one, one of one of the the barbers that's been with me the longest at the shop he's this he still just looks at me like you're crazy like i don't know how you do all this you know but um no i mean my, my wife's super supportive of everything that i do and she believes in me and she believes in yeah. what god's calling me to to like to be in the season right now um that's a big deal that's yeah it awesome. is it's huge yeah, it is. and um you know my my kids are awesome as you know that's that's something that i do you know sometimes i'm like am i am i slipping up in this area you know or you know like that that one-on-one time with 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 my oldest son especially right now i feel like that's something that i have to to pinpoint because he's at a he's at a vulnerable stage in his life at, at, a, at an age where you know, there's, there's tons of different information coming his way. Um, you know, there's, there's tons of people that, that can speak into his life, you know, and I want to make sure that I'm speaking into his life and that he knows who he is through God, you know, yeah, not, not through his status at school you know, not, not through, you know, the way, way they talk or through material things and stuff like that. So that's something that, that has been hard to navigate through, but I feel like it's, this year, especially I've, I've kind of got a decent flow to it right now. Mm. And, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for this year and just this season that we're, that we're in, entering, you know? So, um, yeah, I would, I would just say just, you know, and, and a verse that keeps coming to my head is just from, from Corinthians is not by sight, but by faith, you know, and, that's and that's, that's truly the way that, that we've lived, you know, like for the last, last five years has, has been awesome. Just stepping out into, and, and saying yes, but most importantly, saying no f- for some things too, you know? Um, yeah. That's you, one of my favorite quotes that I yeah. love to share is that the, the power of your yes is in the ability to say no. Right. And uh, so often if we, if we don't like to let people down and so we're afraid to say no, but it just cheapens our yes Yeah. when we say yes to everything. And so I was, I was thinking that about you and, and even reflecting, you know, hearing you talk about, you know, balancing family and, and, and being a dad and work and just kind of reflecting just on my own life as well. You know, mm-hmm. like we're all in that, you know, like we're all in that season and my kids are, uh, well, my kids are older and younger, but you know, as, as your kids age, the seasons look different, you know, but the word that I, I just always go back to is intentionality. That's right. You yeah. know, and, and someone like you as, as the listeners are listening to, you know, your role and what you have going on, like, I mean, I, 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 you can't hear this without hearing the word intentional because you have to be so intentional uh, with every day of your week, every Mm -hmm. hour of your day, um, because if not, you, you wouldn't be experiencing, you wouldn't be doing the things that you're doing. And so I applaud you for that. You know, I just think like, man, that's, that's a, that's a characteristic of someone that I, I would look to as a leader in any area in business and ministry and family is, how intentional are they with their time? Um, because I, I think that just really that really sets people apart, you know, yeah. and, and learning to say, you know, this is these things that come at me that I get offered to do or you get offered to do, like they might be attractive, but are they really significant? Right. And if they're not significant, then learning to say no, because there's other things that that really are significant and, and True. really being intentional on that. That's yeah. good. You know, I, I remember, again, looking back uh, before you were the worship pastor, when you were the drummer, which was a, a big <laughs> worship role for you. You loved it. I, we loved yeah. watching you. Is when Tyler drummed, the experience was different than any other drummer. And But then we remember the first time we heard him sing. I remember Brad... <laughs> 
specifically like, did you know Tyler can sing? And like, as <laughs> soon as we heard that, uh, mm. then you were singing. And I'll never forget the day at PSJ when you led worship from the drum kit because someone, I don't remember, someone yeah. had to call out or something, but you drummed. It's Phil Collins that day. Yeah, you, you <laughs> sang, you led, you prayed. It was incredible. Yeah. I stood in the back <laughs> thinking, when I grow up, I'm going to be like Tyler. <laughs> when I get one gift under my belt, yeah. I hope it's like Tyler's. What's but, the almost guy? Gillespie, what, uh, from the almost, that band? I don't know. The lead singer that plays drums. Drummers. I don't even know if I know that band. I'm you trying know, to think. You look that I'm sure up. I've, I'm sure I've heard them. Yeah. You gotta look that up. We're Hank yeah. kind of guys, Brad. Tyler and I, we listen to um, just <laughs> yeah. good stuff. Speaking of that, uh, if you guys have never heard, uh, figure out how to get you that link. Tyler's got some songs out that are his own. Yeah. No, that's, that's been fun too. Um, I have. In his free time. Yeah. In my free time. <laughs> 28 minutes a day. Um, yeah. So I, I got some more stuff coming out in hopefully the end of this month. So I got like three songs coming out. Wow. But yeah, no, that's uh that's that's probably one of my favorite hats to wear though, is honestly is is a worship pastor. That's that's something that I feel like God has definitely pushed me into that role, you know. Um starting out as as pretty timid and quiet, you know, not not really pursuing that stuff. Like playing drums, I could do that in front of ten thousand people, wouldn't bother me. Like the first time I, I, I sang um, that's front a of big, people. that's a vulnerable, yeah, no, vulnerable thing to do, I'm, right? I'm not behind a drum set right now, you know? So yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, a lot more vo- vulnerable in that, in that situation. But yeah, that's been, that's been an awesome season too, of growing in that role and, uh, not, not just the stage, you know, stuff, but the relational side with, with a team and that, you know, just, just praying with them and, you know, like some, some, you know, it, it goes past just being here Sunday and, and Thursday for a rehearsal. You know, it's, uh, sure. it's pastoring, being They're intentional, pastoring, yeah. you know, like yeah. and see, seeing where people are, are at, you know, and praying with people through hard times again. So this is, you know, it, it's funny cause it's two completely different worlds, you know, cutting hair to, you know, pastoring and, and being a, a worship pastor. But at the same time, these are two areas that I get to speak, speak life into, you know, yeah. so, there's some similarities that yeah. cross over, right? Oh yeah. You know, I wonder how many of your um, customers know that you also are a musician. Do you think they all know? Not all of them. I bring it up, though. I mean, most of the time, just uh, just the fact that I'm, I work at the Grove, you know. And um, I think it'd be cool if you cool. would like if I come and get that hot shave. Yeah. Maybe you could sing to me while you, <laughs> while, while you do. That'd awesome. be like a next level right there. Next level, the, the singing barber, you know. For sure. (laughs) That's pretty cool, man. Uh, Again, you know, just thinking about that and just all of the the hats that you wear, it's impressive. But just being intentional, you know, learning, you know, what to say yes to, what to say no to. Mm -hmm. You, man, you have grown so much. You know, Barry and I have just a really awesome privilege of getting to be part of this team and and watch this whole growth process from, you know, like Barry said, just being newly married and and kind of timid and his leadership and mm-hmm. uh, to growing into where you are today. And, and man, we all have so much growth, right? We have so much yeah. growth to, to do still, but it's still really cool to recognize and point out, you know, like what God's done in your life and um, kind of transition to this. I, uh, we also Tyler's part of a group that I'm part of as well um, called biblical entrepreneurs. And it's just a group of business owners where we get together and really, uh, talk about how do we combine biblical principles and business practices? And so what does it look like as business leaders to, to live out the gospel 
in the marketplace. Another yeah. another phrase we use a lot is, is marketplace ministry is kind of a, a, a hot phrase right now um, in, in, in the business world and church world and, and really what that looks like. And, and Tyler's one of our, one of our guys in town that's doing it, you know, and, yeah. and living out his faith as a business owner. And, you know, people come into that barbershop, uh, men come into that barbershop that they ain't never coming in <laughs> the doors of this church, not yet anyways. Right. And so, uh, they would not think about that at all, but they're going to make their, you know, biweekly or monthly appointment to the barbershop. And so there's some pretty cool opportunities there, right. Oh, you yeah. know, just to interact and, and to live that out. Tell us a little bit about that. So, yeah, that's, that's something that's been really cool to experience because especially in that, in that area, um, or in, in, in this kind of work, you have every walk of life coming through the doors, just like you said, and some people know God, some people don't, you know, um, some people are just walking through cause they just, you know, got a beer, you know, and just, just kind of hanging out and like, you know, might, might come in as a walk-in or something and, and they, they see like the, the feel of the shop. And so I, I kind of hear every, every conversation that you could think of, you know, like every, sure. every personality type. And that's something I've never, I've never hidden, hidden away. And I think that's something that a lot of Christians maybe, or just, just followers of Christ might, might not have confidence in, in those areas sometimes. I mean, I've, I've definitely been there before where, you know, coming from a construction background or, you know, in, into this too, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a worldly thought process, you know, like the, the way that they talk, you know, the, the, the stuff that they complain about and stuff like that, you know, but that's something that I think is cool to, to stand out and be different in, in, in that arena in life that I'm, I'm, I'm ha happily married and I, I have a relationship with God, you know, and I, I have tattoos and all this other stuff and people kind of come up to you thinking, you know, they're kind of surprised, you know, that right. this is your walk, you know? So I try to make it a, make it a point to make sure that they know that I'm a Christian and that I work at a church, you know, and, and, um, so that, that that's been really cool. You know, like, like, some people that I've talked to have, you know, started going to church here, you know, just from conversations that happened in, in a chair, you know, I've seen, cool. I've seen whole families, you know, that, you know, um, whole families coming now and, you know, I've gotten to baptize a few of them. And, yeah, you know, that's just, incredible. Whole seeing family. that, yeah, seeing that walk through just from conversations, you know, in, in a 30 minute appointment, you know, for the last couple of years and seeing a whole family and hopefully like the trajectory of them, you know, um, keep this going, you know, Absolutely. And keep that relationship with, with, with the Lord. And, you know, so it's cool to play a part in that in some, in some role. And even with my employees too, you know, I want to, I want to honor them in everywhere that I can, you know, Sure. and, um, not all of them are, are Christians, you know, uh, per se, but they know where I stand, you know, and, they, and they know that they can, they can trust me, you know, with, with anything, uh, work related or if they need anything, you know, so that's, that's something that I can hang my hat on too, but that's something that, that God has made possible you know, to happen. So that's awesome. You know, you hear that phrase dream job. You'll, you'll hear people say, I have a dream job or my yeah. dream job is. And it, you know, uh, for me, I feel like the job I have getting to work with my brother, uh, being on staff, we've been a part of this growth process of a really cool church. That's I believe having a kingdom impact. It's been great. Mm -hmm. Uh, but a dream job I think of is even when I go on vacation or if I go away, I still think about what I get to do at the Grove. 
Yeah. And it's like a dream job. So I know some of you listening right now, you're thinking, man, Barry, like that's not what I do for a job. <laughs> so um, hang in there. But you know what I see in Tyler is uh, he's living out his dream and his job and serving both the church and through the Barbara side. Because Tyler and I, if you guys know this or you might not, we just went to Ukraine on mm-hmm. a mission trip uh, back in September. We actually, uh, we were in a town called Bakhmut. Uh, Ukraine, which is the eastern side. It's the worst of the worst war front. Um, I still think about it every day. I'm sure you do as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, But when we got back from Bakhmut, we were still in uh, another town known as BT, Ukraine. Uh, I told the local pastor that Tyler was a barber, not knowing what that meant. (laughs) And the next morning, we as a team get out to go feed in a village, uh, but not Tyler. Tyler gets brought around town, buys. (laughs) We brought nothing with you, correct? Yeah, buy everything. Yep. We had to buy everything and he opened up a barbershop, did 20 something. Yeah, probably 25, 30 cuts. Yeah, 25 or 30 haircuts on a mission trip on the other side of the world. That was like seven days in. You (laughs) haven't seen your wife and kids. Like, but that's how we know you're living your dream. Yeah. Is you're on the other side of the world getting to serve the Lord, which we we both, you and I both love that adventure. And then also getting to do what you love, but not call it work. You didn't, right. you didn't get paid for any of that. You, you spent money, you spent your own money and then yeah. left all the tools. And, uh, I just, you know, I think about that, like marketplace ministry is taking the work, uh, that you do for a living and just marrying it to who you believe you are in Christ. And, uh, I saw that lived out, not only at river and Maine, right here in Titusville, not every single week from the stage here at the Grove, but on the other side of the world, yeah. uh, just with complete joy cutting hair. And uh, I remember that afternoon, like that look on your face of like, they all want the same haircut. I want to do a different haircut. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I hear that. And what you just shared, Tyler, is that, you know, it's not this like, you know, barbershop that has this reputation of like, you're going to get preached at, you know, while you come in, but it happens very organically. And so I would just encourage anyone who's listening, who, whether you're the business owner or an employee, whatever you are, just to be natural in, in who you are in Christ and whatever you do. And I think about that, you know, like that, uh, that character of, of who you are when no one else is looking, you know, like you're Tyler Bray's the same person, whether he's leading worship on stage or cutting hair at river in Maine or hanging out with his family in the park. You know, I've known you long enough to say you're the same person. Like you don't get different Tyler Bray's. And I think that's a big deal. And you know, this, uh, secular, a workplace of you like, I don't really care for that phrase too much, but people will say I work in secular work, but, but Mm. any secular work can become sacred work. So when we do it for the glory of God and we do it as a follower of Christ and we, that's who we are to our core, it becomes sacred. Yeah. And, uh, and what I, what I really believe is that river in Maine uh, and, and maybe, maybe whoever's listening, your business, it can become a tangible expression of the kingdom. And yeah. so men who are far from God um, can come into River and Main Barbershop and experience the kingdom of God. That's right. Because, uh, because the, the believers, the local church, the body of Christ is there, and not only there, but, but leading and, 
in, mm-hmm. in running the place. And so it's a tangible expression. And I think of this, um, I love it. Billy Graham has this quote that says that he believed that the next great move of God would happen through men and women in the marketplace. That's right. yeah. And I think about how powerful that is. Here's a guy that packs stadiums, you mm-hmm. know, sharing the gospel, proclaiming the good news of Jesus. And he says the next great move of God is going to happen wow. in the marketplace. And, and what does it look like to raise up marketplace missionaries? And even if we look back to the New Testament, we look at the life and ministry of Jesus you know, Jesus, uh, the majority of his time in the Gospels was spent in the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, the majority of his parables or teachings involved marketplace. Right. And then when he went to pick his 12 disciples, where did he go? Market, marketplace. He went and found That's all of them on the job site. That's good. And uh, I just think it's really cool. And so uh, I'm intrigued by that. I'm intrigued by, you know, how do we advance the kingdom how do we advance his purposes uh, in our communities and around the world, not just within the walls of the church, but the church invading the marketplace and men mm-hmm. like you, uh, women uh, leading entrepreneurially with a mindset of like, man, like this is ministry. Like my my work is ministry. And yeah. so uh, anyway, I think we're about out of time. And I just want to thank you so much, yeah. Tyler. Thank you for yeah. uh, just for sharing. Thank you for just being transparent and just where you're at in the season of life. And and uh, Barry and I are, are stoked to call you friend and excited to see uh, what all the Lord has in store for you uh, in the future. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you again real soon.